Good afternoon. Live from 4th Street in downtown Louisville, WFPK presents our weekly live music showcase, Live Lunch. And now, from our performance studio, here's your host, Laura Shine. Thank you, everybody, for being here today. We are very excited to be uh, having one of the Garvin Gate Blues artists for the Garvin Gate Blues Festival, which is happening tonight at Garvin and Oak Streets. Also happens tomorrow night. This band has been by our studios before and ended up on one of our WFBK Live volumes. I can't remember which volume exactly, but one of our uh, compilations that we give to our members. And uh, because her performance was so incredible. So we are really, really thrilled to have her here again. And before we introduce her, I do want to thank our sponsor today, TheBacon.com, for sponsoring WFBK's Live Lunch. You can find out more at TheBacon.com. Uh, right now, let's welcome to the stage Karen Lovely.
Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. We're happy to be here. so much. 
Oh, yeah. We're doing songs from my new record, 10 Miles of Bad Road. This next one's called A Better Place. And uh, we've got Mark Bowden here on guitar. We've got Jeff McAllister on the drums. We've got Jimmy Brown on the bass. And Jeff Remett on the keys. And we want to thank our host, Laura Shine, for putting this together. And we want to thank WFPK 91.9 Louisville, Kentucky for inviting us here to live lunch today. All right.
So much, thank you very much. All right, we're gonna do uh, this next one's called uh, "Ignorance." It ain't bliss. <laughs> Uh-oh, we have a momentary lull here while, while Mark uh, switches guitars. For those of you listening out there and aren't in the room with us, he's changing from a very beautiful guitar to another guitar. <laughs> Very, very quickly, very quickly. <laughs> You're set. Yep. I'm already. Okay. <laughs> Here we go.
Lovely and her band on WFBK's Live Lunch, and they're playing tonight at the Garvin Gay Blues Festival. We'll talk more about that here in just a moment. WFBK Radio Louisville's Live Lunch series is made possible by contributions from listeners like you. And thanks also to our sponsor for today's broadcast, TheBacon.com, a new Louisville startup with a platform for people to start service businesses, grow existing businesses, and meet new customers. The Bacon, helping businesses bring home the bacon. Sign up at TheBacon.com. And thanks to the City Cafe with Citywide Delivery for any event for providing lunch for our members today. Next week on Live Lunch, we are going to be at uh, UofL's Red Barn, University of Louisville's Red Barn, George J. Howell, Red Barn, and uh, that is next week with the Vilbillies. They're a great group here from right here in Louisville. They've had lots of uh, national airplay and attention, and um, they've got a brand-new album, and they'll be with us next week at UofL's Red Barn, the Vilbillies. You can find out more at wfpk.org, see who else is coming in the next few weeks, and listen to past programs there as well. Uh, Karen Lovely, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. It's a real pleasure being here. You have a stellar band with you this afternoon. Oh, yeah, I do. Let's hear it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're just great. Great. And playing tonight at the Garvin Gate Blues Festival. That's right. You played the festival once before, haven't you? Uh, yeah, back in 2011. In fact, uh, we were on live lunch back then, too. Yeah, all right. Which is awesome. And so, and Mark on guitar, have you, you guys, is he kind of the constant in your band? or? We actually just met. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've been, we've been together for what, probably about a year, just yeah. just about a year now. Yeah. Okay, and then we have some Louisville musicians with you today. Yeah, too, we right? have some really superb Louisville musicians right here. We got Jeff McAllister on drums. All right, Jeff. We got Jimmy Brown on the bass guitar. Hey, know Jimmy. And over here we have Jeff Rimmett on the keys. All right, great band. So, um. The Garvin Gate Blues Festival, I just want to let folks know, it's tonight and tomorrow. It's at mm-hmm. the. Uh, it's an outdoor festival at Garvin and Oak Streets. starts at 6.30 tonight, 2 p.m. tomorrow. Also, before the start time tomorrow, there's a Blues for Youth program, 11 a.m. for kids. I understand that all the kids get a harmonica, so that's, yeah. that's kind of cool. Um, that's at 11 a.m., but you can find out more on the web, of course, and um, Garvin Gate Blues Festival is what you want to search. Um, and plus, we're going to have gorgeous weather tonight and tomorrow, so. It's oh, going yeah. to be a great, great evening. Um, so, Karen, you've been nominated for so many things. The list is so long. But I know most recently the uh, 2016 BMA nominee for Best Contemporary Blues Female Artist. Congratulations yeah, like for that. Time. Also, the uh, 2016 Blues Blast nominee for Best Female Artist. And then... Um, I think several other awards. I saw Muddy Waters Award. It's like all kinds <laughs> yeah, of... Yeah, we're... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we're, we just found out this week that we got nominated for uh, for two awards. Uh, 
best performance of the year for our Waterfront Festival set. And uh, and my record, 10 Miles Bad Road, for best uh, recording. Fantastic. So, Congratulations. Pretty, yeah. yeah. 10 Miles of Bad Road is the name of the uh-huh. uh, most recent release. Where's the title come from? Uh, my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would assume, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah I actually, um, I did... Uh, it was a self-produced record, and uh, not self-produced. Tony Bronigal produced it, but um, I put it all together myself with supportive fans, with crowdfunding and everything. And uh, I had to do all the artwork myself. My brother did the photos, and then um, I added some roadmaps of my life on my face, which uh, it's a really for cool, Thank really you. cool cover. I like a lot. Thank yeah, you. really neat. I have copies with me if anyone would like one. Good. I'm sure somebody. <laughs> Just I'm throwing sure that people out there. will. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, the um, where where are you from originally? Well, let's see. I grew up in Boston, then I moved to L.A., then I moved to London, then I moved back to L.A., then I moved to Portland, Maine, then I moved to Ashland, Oregon, and then Portland, Oregon. <laughs> I just got whiplash. Wow. <laughs> okay, so but do you, do you consider Portland, Oregon, home these yeah, days? Yeah, Portland and is my home. I've lived there for four years now. It's a really wonderful city, and uh, uh, I love living there. It's it's easy to travel out of. We got great public transportation and I take trains and streetcars and walk and it's really nice I actually like not driving mm-hmm. so it's a it, it's a great city it has a wonderful blues community a great music scene uh, a lot of people uh, live there now right <laughs> um how did you get introduced to the blues do you remember first hearing something that was the yeah blues actually and- uh, my grandmother because she had uh, old Victrolas and she loved um Billie Holiday uh, Pennies from Heaven and that was one of her favorite songs. And so it became one of my favorite songs. I actually recorded a live album called Prohibition Blues. That's all 1920s and 30s uh, tracks from female artists that I really like. You know, um, Bessie Smith, um, you know, Ma Rainey, all, all these wonderful artists that I, I really like. And so that's kind of what got me into it. And I think it, it speaks to me more than any other genre because it's really, uh, it's, it's very authentic, authentic and it speaks to real life experiences, um, what people are really going through and hardships. It's the it's the genre that you can listen to if you're angry, if you're happy, if you're sad. There's it kind of taps into everything, and uh, I just really love it. I also love how venerated the artists are in the business. The you know there are artists that performed until they were 95, 96 years old, and we're still out doing the festival circuit. And people really appreciate that. And I think uh, for for some genres, you know, it's not so much. Like you're, you're 20, 21, 25, and then you're done. Right. And uh, yeah. there are only a couple of genres where that's not the case, where you're actually respected for the body of work that you've done. And uh, so it's one of the, the plus sides. And, and it's a uniquely American genre of music, which I think is important to cultivate and get out across the world and introduce to younger people. So, Absolutely. Yeah. I hear here on that. Um, how did you or when did you start performing? What got you into performance? Um, I've always loved performing, except I used to have really bad stage fright. And um, so I started doing blues jams. Uh, I got, kind of got to a point. I had I had a, a band in London in 1987 that lasted about six months and then stage fright. Just I couldn't do it anymore. And uh, I finally got to this point in my life where it was now or never. And so I started doing these blues jams on Monday nights. And the more I did the jams, the more I started playing and singing, the happier I got. And eventually it was like joy 11, fear 2. And now it's kind of like my living room. Right? (laughs) Uh, I'm almost too comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Not that you would ever need to do this again, but 
have you ever, when was the last time you did an open mic? Oh, I, you know, I do them all the time. Oh, you still do? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's really important to do that. And, um, it, you know, you never know who you're going to play with, and it's really fun. One of the things I love about festivals, a lot of them will have uh, jams after the after the festival's over, a late night, and then all the different musicians that are there kind of get together, and you get to play with people that you, you might have, you know, been... Uh, they might be heroes or something or peers that you respected and you have this amazing chance to play with them. You know, so I, I think it's really important to stay fresh. And, and the one thing that when you play with new people, you're always learning from people that are better than you. And you get to hopefully teach, you know, people that are just coming up. And so that's uh, something that I really love about doing those kinds of things. And it keeps you in the, in the edge in the moment. You never know what you're going to do. Uh, Mark Bowden does a really good job of, of doing that to me on stage. Uh, <laughs> he'll, he'll suddenly play something that w- that wasn't in the script and be like <gasps> <laughs> alpha state <laughs> um i really enjoy your blog post i was reading some of them thank you and just kind of going through your facebook mm-hmm. stuff and um you wrote a, a really uh interesting blog post about the song smoke and gun the yeah. robert robert cray song do y'all know that one robert cray had made this song very famous, or that song made him famous. Yeah, it made history. Actually, it was uh, uh, that album was uh, went. I believe it went to number one on the on the blues, rock, and pop charts, and uh, it was in the top one hundred Billboard. And it really made history. It was the first time that a blues song, a blues album, did that. And the song was something that hit me so hard. I went out and bought the cassette because it was back then in nineteen eighty six, I think. And uh, I wore the cassette out the first day I got it because of Smoking Gun, listening to that song. And um, what were you going to say about that? Well, what I was going to say about what I was going to ask is why did that song resonate so much so much with you and and sort of the ramifications of that song since? Well, I think one of the, one of the issues that's very important to me is domestic violence, and I consider it um, one of my social obligations to get the word out about domestic violence. Um, who it affects, how it affects us as a society and individuals. Um, I'm a domestic violence survivor. And when I first heard the song Smoking Gun, you know, there's this huge hit, but no one ever really talks about what the subject matter is, which is, uh, you know, even if you Google it, you go on Wikipedia and it says it's about infidelity. And it really angered me when I read that because it's a song about a guy who is suspicious that's all he just has a feeling and based on a jealous feeling he uh, goes over and shoots and murders his his girlfriend partner whomever and that's the kind of the ugly thing that never really gets talked about and it led directly to my recording still the rain um the producer of the album dennis walker um also worked with me on my second album he and alan mercatani a good friend of mine and um i heard al playing still the rain at this little bar cozy's in l.a and I got goosebumps when I heard it, and I knew I, I had to record the song. And I talked to them a lot about, um, you know, Smoking Gun and Still the Rain, and they really wanted to write a song that was from the, the woman's perspective, what it felt like to be battered and, and get out of it. And so it's kind of the, the rebuttal to uh, Smoking Gun. And I don't want to malign the song uh, or, the, or the artist. The, it's an incredible song. I think it's an 11. Um, and what I'd like to see happen out of that song is that a new dialogue starts about it. And, um, you know, I, I know a lot of people, when they hear Still the Rain, come up to me afterwards. People write me all the time and send me messages. And 
uh, you know, say thank you for for singing about this. I grew up in a home where you know my dad beat my mom up, or you know, there's a, it, it's something that crosses all genders, all sexual orientation, all socioeconomic classes. Uh, there's nothing that can protect you from it. If you are capable of falling in love, you're capable of falling in love with someone who can hurt you. Mm-hmm. So um, thank you for acknowledging that. I well, appreciate it. Yeah, it's a, it was a really powerful post on, on uh, Karen you. Lovely's um, Facebook page. I suggest reading it. And um, also it is October is Domestic Abuse Awareness Month, so mm-hmm. it's very appropriate. Still the Rain is the name of the album. Yep. When did that come out? Um, that came out in 2010. And I uh, was nominated for three Blues Music Awards, Best Contemporary Album, Best Song, Still the Rain, yeah. and Best Female Artist. Rock on. Rock on. Sorry, <laughs> right. B- oh. right. Buddy Guy won all of it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Even Best Female Artist? He did. He had a, his dress had you know polka dots. He had a little beret, a little green wrap. That dude mm. wins everything. He does. He does. He's, he was slamming. <laughs> Again, uh, Karen Lovely's our guest here on WFBK, playing Garvin Gate Blues Festival tonight. The festival continues tomorrow as well. Uh, thank you once again for being here. And Karen Lovely, everybody, on FBK. Thank you so much. And um, I do want to thank uh, Laura Shine, and I want to thank WFPK for having us here, and I want to thank Mike Suttles, who's in the audience, who puts together the Garvin Gate Blues Festival. And uh, I'm really honored to be back there playing tonight, so I hope you'll come and check out all the great bands. I know I'm going there early, so I can listen to music. All right, um, I think what we're going to do now, given, given the time, we should, uh, we should go right into Still the Rain, since we were just talking about it. How about if we do that?
Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, let's do, uh, let's bump around. Let's do the title track. Let's do 10 Miles of Bad Road. Because you guys did that really well earlier when we were, we were monkeying around. <laughs> right? I, yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> and I do want to say, because it is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, if you or someone you know is in need of help, call 1-800-799-SAFE, S-A-F-E, and uh, find out some resources. You can also write me, and I'll tell you how to get help.
So much on the keys, Mr. Jeff Remnant. Give it up for Jeff. Mr. Jimmy Brown on the bass guitar. And on the drums, Mr. Jeff McAllister. On guitars, two of them. <laughs> Mr. Mark Bowden. I want you to play them both at the same time. Glue them together. <laughs> and uh, once again, I want to thank Laura Shine and WFPK for having us here on Live Lunch. 91.9 Louisville, Kentucky. And we hope that you'll come out to the Garvin Gate Blues Festival tonight and catch our entire show, which is uh, 90 minutes worth of great music. And uh, I want to thank all of you for coming out and supporting live music, especially the live lunch program here. We couldn't be here if you weren't here. Thank you to our wonderful sound guys for doing a great job making us sound really good. And we hope you have a wonderful day, and um, I look forward to seeing you tonight. Thank you. Oh yeah, I'm Karen Lovely. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if someone's supposed to save me now or <laughs> next song. One more song? Can we do one more? One more. One more song? Oh, we can go to <gasps> Yes. Do we go till one o'clock or we No. Just one more song. All right. Um let's do Huh? Bare Naked Wire. No, let's do uh I'm over goodbye. We'll save, we'll save, we'll save, uh, we'll save that. Yeah, let's do, we haven't done a slow, sweet one yet. We've done angry. <laughs> All your basic food groups. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do I'm over goodbye. I, I like this tune. All right, good. We'll, we'll give Jeff a chance to play something on the keys, something really pretty. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll only take them 20 minutes to get that set up. <laughs>
Karen Lovely on WFBK's Live Lunch, playing tonight at Garvin Gate Blues Festival. I'm Laura Shine. Thanks, everybody. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much.
And uh, can I say happy You've been listening to WFBK Radio Louisville's Live Lunch, made possible by our contributing listeners. Andy High is our recording engineer. Paul Nevitt runs the house sound. And WFBK's Live Lunch is produced by Stacey Owen. <laughs>